0: let's talk sports sports phone with
1: big al is live on 1061 espn and the Dean of Richmond Radio. Here's Big Al on 106.1 ESPN.
2: Well, the old bovine cartel slapped it on the Seattle Seahawks last night. Uh, I mean, it was a close game. It was a good game. Uh, but the Bovines won, so we don't get to hear the trumpets this morning. Uh, the Bovines, you heard it here right here on one oh six one ESPN. We are the home of the Dallas Cowboys here in town. Yeah, how about them apples? Never thought you'd hear me say anything like that, did you? Well, there it is. Cowboys uh, last night on Thursday Night Football. And uh, they, yeah, it's sort of one of those, I like to call those old-fashioned Donny Brooks. Both teams scored in every quarter. Uh, Cowboys 10-7 in the first. 14-10 Seahawks in the second. T- third quarter was 7-7. And he's put up a seven spot. So what would you have at the end of three quarters? Well, the Seahawks had 28 and the Cowboys had 27. So you're going into the fourth quarter, a one-point game. And I uh, <laughs> It was, uh, I mean, this, I think Al Michaels might have finally, I'm not, he's had good, better games this year than last year. Last year, it's just really funny that they, that Thursday Night Football, they had, they had just had bad games, low scoring uh, games, uh, teams that weren't very good. But last night certainly was, uh, 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 Seattle's not great by any means. Now six and 6 now. Bovines beat them last night when they were 6-5. First time that the Bovines have had a win over a uh, team with a winning record this year. The Cowboys have been munching on bugles and cupcakes throughout the season. So, that being the case, they did get a win last night. Cowboys outscored the Seahawks in the fourth quarter, 14-7. Won the game, your final 41-35. to uh, you're, I mean, that's just scoring, scoring, scoring. Then you look at the. Um, i got to get this, but first of all, I want to give you a couple of stats. Geno Smith, good game, 23 for 41, 334, three touchdowns and a pick. Uh, Prescott, 29 for 41. So he has six more completions in the same number of attempts, 299 yards, and three touchdown passes, but no picks. He's, I think, his last six games. And all these people that badmouth are talking to a trash about Prescott, I've been a support. I mean, I've been not a supporter because I'm not a member of the bovine cartel, but I've recognized the fact that Dak Prescott is a good quarterback. He's a very good quarterback. And for, this is his blossoming season. And I've always said, look, Dak Prescott can wear the burgundy gold anytime he wants. He is uh, – and last night just proved it. Last six games, he uh, he became the seventh quarterback, I believe it is, in NFL history, that in a six-game span, he has 20 touchdown passes and only two picks. I mean, he's – you know, Cowboy fans that have have been booing or not liking him or not thinking he's the answer – he's the answer. This is a team that's capable of getting to the Super Bowl. Especially, uh, you look at the setup of the way the playoffs are going this year, and and all you bovine people out there, and and there are plenty of them, uh, you're going to be the fifth seed at the worst, and you're going to play number four seed Atlanta, which is currently carrying on their back a five and six record. Anyway, good morning. It's Friday before the weekend. We're all having a good time. Thank you, Reeves Louthan. uh, You're listening to 106.1 ESPN this is Sports one on Big Al other side of the glass is a gentleman I haven't worked with yet but look forward to the next two hours with Lewis who usually does the afternoon with uh, Matt and Bob so Lewis good morning thank you for joining us partner
3: Good morning, Big Al. Man, thank you for having me.
2: Well, listen, let me ask you. Something. I don't know your. your uh, I don't know you that well. We've met once or twice, but uh, I don't know who, 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 which teams you follow. Who do you like? Do you,
3: what's your favorite sport? Uh, update me on, on uh, that. I mean, is it uh, what is your favorite? What's your favorite sport right out of the block? There, man, right off the block. My favorite sport is going to be basketball. Uh, uh, All yeah, right, college I'm- or pro. Pro, all right, you that, but you know I follow a little college too. I'm from Durham, North Carolina, oh, so my. so you know oh, I'm a Duke no. man.
2: <laughs> You're a Dukey,
3: yes, sir. I
2: like the I like Duke <laughs> up until when they played VCU in the tournament back in was it eleven? No, I don't know if it was eleven. It might have been when Eric Maynor made the shot for VCU. Okay. Down the lane, and also, I remember watching. I was always a fan of Krzyzewski. I Always liked Duke, uh, and I loved it when he super he superseded past Dean Smith and all the records and everything else. He's got five titles, and uh, but then when I watched that game. I just all I could see him doing was the Dean Smith dance, and that's complaining, whining, moving his hips like Dean Smith would do. You know, calling a foul, yelling at the refs. You know, I just and I lost a lot of respect for Shushetsky that game because obviously I was pulling for the Rams, VCU oh, Rams, which you know, I mean, I'm from Petersburg originally, and so and oh by the way, I'm, I'm the guy that taught Moses Malone the inside game way back when. Nice. He, he and okay. I the same age, you're born five days apart. <laughs> So I don't even know if I even told Alan that one or not. But anyway, so you're a dookie. Then
3: then if you want to take it to baseball, I'm a Durham Bulls. (laughs) There you you go. Did you ever watch (laughs) the movie Bull Durham? Yes, sir, I did. Uh um, Actually, my my high school... Durham School of the Arts. Uh, all of our home baseball games were played at the old Durham Bulls Stadium. <laughs> About that. So. Now we're probably
2: a few years uh, separated between us, but uh, and I, I certainly respect and, and liked it. To, you, you know, you're you're saying yes sir and no sir, but you don't need to do that uh, with you don't need to do that. It's just you and I. Obviously, your your parents raised you proper with that,
3: or you were in the army or something. Thank you. I, yeah. uh, I greatly appreciate it. I guess I guess it's just coming from the south.
2: Yeah, you know, yeah, that's Southern that's Atlanta. where I'm, I'm from here, and like I said, yeah, that's what I was taught to say. But uh, hey, we're, we're 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 partners like Alan and I are, and you just uh, well, how about football? Do you like uh, pro or college football?
3: I'm into uh, like I'm into the NFL. Uh, mm-hmm. I was an Aaron Rodgers fan, oh. uh, but. but oh. But, but Come all of sudden, on, Hoss. this year.
2: Come on, man. He's a fruitcake of the third order, man. That guy's <laughs> out there. I mean, I, I respect a lot of what he's done, but he's also underachieved when you think of the talent he has. And i only been to one Super Bowl. Yeah, But that's just me.
3: Go ahead. <laughs> and so I'm from North Carolina. and So uh, like this was the year that I decided to root for the Carolina Panthers. And of course, <laughs> they're having the year that they're having. So, man. Uh, That's kind of disappointing, but it is what it is. I'm going to ride it out for you. Well, I've
2: been a Redskins fan, Commander fan for over 60 years. So we've had real good times, but we've had a lot of bad. The last 25 have been bad. With little Danny Snyder as the head as this owner, so hopefully the new owners will will try and rebuild the team properly. Yeah. So anyway, so you like you like Aaron Rodgers? Uh, yeah. You picked a picked a you know it's like that old movie Airplane. Picked the wrong day, week to quit sniffing glue. But the uh, <laughs> the uh, uh, Panthers are one in ten.
3: Woo! Goodness gracious. Oh, yeah. well.
2: Hey, they'll be better next year. They get a new coach in there, I guess. Maybe get a. I mean, they got to work with Bryce Young. He's got talent, but he is kind of short. He's maybe 5'10 at the best. Yeah, and uh, we'll see how that plays out. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, anyway, well, welcome aboard. Thanks for joining us this morning.
3: Thank you for having me, man. Well, it's an honor to be
2: on your show. No, man, you guys are man. No, thank you for being with us. It's uh, it's you guys on the other side of the glass and the folks that call and listen and make the show. So. Now, Big
3: uh, owl, uh, like quick question. Yeah. Um, did you play any sports? I played
2: basketball. Okay. And uh, uh, I went to a small school. So small, I didn't even have a football team. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> anyway, so uh, yeah, that's... Uh, but I like basketball. I like playing basketball and it's fun. It's a fun sport and uh, it's you know you have five guys playing both sides offense and defense like in baseball you know the nine that take the field except pitchers now as we know but um, it, you know you play So you, there's a camaraderie in basketball I think and you've probably you played if you you played basketball somewhere sometime. Yes. Yeah. So uh, I, I mean I didn't know more through high school just high school. I didn't, didn't have a didn't have the quickness of foot to play any higher than that myself so but i enjoyed basketball because there's a camaraderie that you have with the other four on the court because you're playing both ends that makes a little bit different so anyway
3: yeah man in uh 2010 i actually played in the north carolina uh pro-am league at north carolina central university did you and i had the honor of playing with uh seth curry nolan smith uh aubrey dawkins you know, I'm like one of the Plumlee brothers, so yeah, well, man, it was cool.
2: We'll just assume you're a lot better than I was, <laughs> that's for sure. Yeah, we
3: got to go to the court one day.
2: <laughs> no, man, I can't jump over an Ashland phone book anymore. I can't even get up over one of those anymore. So uh, I'll, I'll come out and watch. I can dribble on the sideline, something like that. But uh, now you're probably, what are you, in your 20s? I'm
3: actually, uh, I'll be 32 December 18th. December eighteenth, yeah, coming
2: on up, good, yeah, happy December. Welcome to December, your birth month, <laughs> you. twelve one twenty three. We're opening up a new can of month, and uh, it is this is the it uh, thirty one days. We're into twenty twenty four, so maybe thirty two on the eighteenth. Well, happy birthday in advance to you,
3: man. Thank you, big Al, and
2: thanks for joining us and and helping me make sure I do this thing right this morning. So thirty two on December eighteenth. How about that? 32. All right. Well, congratulations on that. Uh, let me re- remind her. We take a pause. We got Rick Jeffrey coming up momentarily. And you're saying why? Well, you know, it's, he worked with the Special Olympics Virginia for 36 years. 22 is the president, and he's he has been elected into the. Uh, Virginia Sports Hall of Fame. Along with, us, we know, Hal Nunley from Petersburg, and then Paul Woody, originally from Roanoke, but 40 years, and we had uh, Woodman on the other day, and we, I'm going to get a couple people that knew Hal Nunley. Uh, Phil Stanton's one of them, and another gentleman. I talked to a gentleman named Kevin Wood who played for uh, uh, Hal Nunley for, for his whole entire career. He and Reed O'Brien, uh, their careers at Randolph-Macon play for Hal Nunley, uh, but I'm afraid he has passed away, but we'll get someone. Uh, Kevin Wood gave me couple names uh, to talk to to um, talk about to Hal Nunley but today we'll have uh, Rick Jeffrey on and uh went to him sydney 36 years special olympics and when he told me his age yesterday when i talked to him the day before i was so surprised i thought he was a little bit younger he looks younger actually younger all right let's take a pause right here it's eight eleven. when we return we'll get a hold of uh lewis is going to get a hold of our guest uh rick jeffrey and we'll have him on other than that we're wide open on friday today it's uh Football, of course, tomorrow, starting tonight. Two, bowl, uh, two championships tonight and a tomorrow. We'll be talking about that. And then pro football, of course, we'll be talking about that. There are teams that have losing records, but yet they're in the hunt to make the playoffs. So stay with us right here on 1061 ESPN. Again, I'm Big Al. This is Sports Phone. Lewis on the other side of the glass. And we're here until 10 o'clock to do just that, talk sports. So feel free to call us or text us at 327-0888 three two seven zero eight eight eight. It's hey, it's Friday before the weekend, as I said, and thanks to Reeves Louthis, we have the great statement and we're all having a good time. Call in, have a good time, and talk a little bit football that's happening this weekend. Cowboys did win last night, forty one to thirty five. Man. And I was looking, I got to find, well, will tell you what, we got to, uh, we got to get to a pause so we get Rick on, but I'm fine, but looking for the recap to get the, the exact scoring or I didn't step and watch it all. Just a little too late for me. Stay with us. We shall return right here on 1061 ESPN. 1061 ESPN traffic.
3: There is a multi-vehicle. Mm-hmm.
2: Well, I just found out that the Hoss Allen, who's usually in here with me in the morning, is headed down to the ACC title game. Who knew? I didn't know. He's a, he's a Florida State Seminole fan, and he's headed on down there today, and he's going to hang out, and he's got a press pass, and uh, that's just good news. So, Alan, I hope he has a very good time uh, going to watch his Seminoles. I tell, I tell you, I'm pulling for the Cardinals, though. He's, I, I, that's just the way it is. I mean, uh, I, I got, you know, Mike Barone, a great Florida State fan, went there. So, they're good people that, that uh, certainly follow the Noles, but uh, I just want to, I'd like to see things disrupted in the top four. Anyway, we'll get to that later. Right now, we've got John. On that, I, uh, listen. I'm so happy for him as well. Like we talked about, Paul, we all talked with Paul Woody the other day. We'll get some folks in here to talk about how Nunley is well getting in. I tell you, it'd be really nice. And maybe Habo or Avery could do this for me to get Craig Littlepage uh, and get him to come on if he can. That would be wonderful too from UVA. Uh, but Rick Jeffrey is on with us now, kind enough to join us. Hampton Sydney man, 36 years at the Special Olympics, Virginia, uh, and then 22 is the President, and this guy's done it all from the the summer games, the winter games, the polar plunge. I mean, I, I think I think Rick went in skinny dipping, as a matter of fact, for that polar plunge. Rick Jeffrey, ladies and gentlemen, electee to the Virginia Sports Hall of Fame. Congratulations.
0: Well, Al, thank you. It's a, it's a pleasure to be on with you, but let me correct the record right now. I had my jams on
2: when I did the polar plunge, pal. <laughs> well, you know, when you get in that cold water, you got nothing on. You know, <laughs> Things get a little, things get as they said, well, no, we'll leave Seinfeld alone. Anyway, congratulations, partner. I, I think it's great. Your work, your dedication, all the things you did for so many people for so many years, the way you heightened the awareness of the Special Olympics Virginia and, and then having The games here in richmond the winter games came along i think they came along afterwards correct me if i'm wrong you had the summer games and the added winter games or do i have that wrong
0: No, we we had a lot of things that that over the years al that we've done that have been some of the best in the country the summer games at the university of richmond has been there basically for 40 years it's a it's a real linchpin of community activity at the first weekend in or the second weekend in june in this community every year we have one of the best ski events in the country uh, up at Wintergreen uh, for, for a bunch of years. A bunch of folks from right here in town, Carl Starger, and Nelson Melton and Lynn Neese were the, from the Richmond Ski Club, really were the key people on that thing. And and so we've done a lot of things over the years in a lot of different sports. But, you know, as we talked yesterday, Al, you know, as well as I, that Special Olympics is all about sports and then really it's not about sports at all.
2: No. Well, you know, you know better than I, it's not about sports. But in, in a sense, it still is about sports because they're competing. But it, it's, it's more a sense of fill in the blank.
0: <laughs> well, it's more a sense of inclusion. That's really what it's about. I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's creating a more inclusive world through the power of sports. Um, you know, years ago when I first had the opportunity to get involved in this, um, I thought it was the greatest use of sport I'd ever seen. I, I think sport I think through sports through sports is a community engagement piece. Nothing brings people together like sports. Um, and to, to put, you know, a thousand volunteers into that stadium at the mm-hmm. University of Richmond with seven or eight hundred Special Olympic athletes for a day of a track or for two days of track and field in June. Um, it's amazing not only how wonderful our Special Olympic athletes do when they compete, but it's amazing the stories that people tell about being involved. It's amazing how much people learn about each other. The number one problem in the world today, Al, is inclusion. It's people's inability to overcome their differences and no longer fear their neighbor. Whether it's here in this country or throughout the world, if people could just get along and accept and include each other meaningfully in their lives, we could solve all the other problems that we have. So I, I thought it was, and I know it's hard, Unless you've been to Special Olympics to extrapolate that message, mm-hmm. but um, it's it's uh, you know if you if you come to Special Olympics you'll understand because mm-hmm. Special Olympics is not an event it's an experience yeah it's
2: expe- it is an experience and I tell you, you you said something to get along you know, I've always said that the late Rodney King said it best uh, when he said when he had, posed the question why can't we all just get along. You know, years ago Rodney King said that. You remember when he was stopped by the police, and we all know what happened. And and uh, you know, it's he just he framed it so well. I thought, why can't we all just get along? From Rodney King, and I just remember that from 30 years, 32 years ago. And it just phrases it it phrases it so well. it, It puts it in perspective.
0: It does. You know, one, and one of the other great things that really kind of attacks a, a this problem is uh, all the great school programs that we've been working on over the last 10 years. We're now in over 500 schools around the state of Virginia. We, we're touching over 400,000 uh, kids in these public schools in Virginia with our message of inclusion. And, uh, you know, the athletic administrators, and these, are, these are inclusive team events. These are track and field teams, basketball teams. Bocce teams, which is really a great, a great quad and, 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 and dual sport. Um, and, uh, and, and the athletic directors tell us that these programs around the, uh, around the state are really more beneficial to the non-disabled Special Olympic athletes than they are to the Special Olympic athletes because it gives the non-disabled kids an opportunity to learn about a population that is different from them, one that they may have bullied in the past, one that they may not have respected in the past. And now they include them, and it's just little things like when a kid with an intellectual disability can walk into the to the uh, to the cafeteria at a high school and have kids invite them to sit at their table. It's it's things like that that are meaningful in your life that that include people that put us on the path to a better world, and and mm-hmm. that's what we do. And the fact that we get to do it through sports is a gas. You know, you mentioned two people um, who are also going to be inducted into the Hall of Fame, Paul Woody. Um, you know, Paul over the years wrote a couple of great tex Olympic articles. Mm-hmm. One on a, on, a, on a Tucker student, uh, Courtney Williams, um, years ago. And then Paul was one of the few people in this town that that did the over the edge rappelling from the top of the Sun Trust event. <laughs> um, he, did, he did that. I mean, I, you know, what what he did some great stuff. And and uh, and I've been in Craig Littlepage's office when we developed a closer relationship with the University of Virginia, where we have a couple of great events up there. Uh, that in conjunction with that campus specifically a national tennis tournament at the Boar's Head. And, um, and, and it, those people are great. But, you know, it's amazing how our program touches a lot of people like that that you just mentioned. So.
2: Well, I, I did not know that Paul had done the rappelling down the face of what the, the uh, SunTrust building, I think it's 24 floors.
0: Oh, yeah. You know, Paul always talks. He always refers to his wife as Mrs. Woody, and according to him that morning, Mrs. Woody was having a fit because Paul was going to propel 450 feet down the side <laughs> of the, central...
2: <laughs> the uh, you well, you got you You forgot the descriptive... Adjective, and that is that is the he always calls her the lovely Mrs. Woody. I think that's a descriptive <laughs> right. adjective. I right. don't know. I think that's yeah. what it is. But yeah, he always calls her the lovely Mrs. Woody. But yeah, I think Mitchell Bradley used to work here and did it as well. I think he he went down the side of the building. He
0: he did. A, a lot of people have done a lot of things with us, and that's why you know I I, I told um. <laughs> will driscoll when he called me back early in november to mm. tell me i was in the, uh, going to be inducted in the hall of fame i mm. told him that it was a great honor but it's alan i told you this yesterday it's actually quite humbling because special olympics never was and never will be about me it's about um uh, it's about athletes that are every day struggling to be included in our world that's what it's about it's about thousands of them and i was we were lucky at, the, at during my tenure of time here i was there for 36 years 22 as the president and ceo mm-hmm. and and, um, you know, we had some of the great athletes in the country. We had a young lady, Grace Ann Braxton, now 50 years old, who was the number one golfer in the world in Special Olympics for years. Um, she, was inducted last, uh, she was inducted in October of 22 into the Virginia Golf Hall of Fame, and Landy Watkins did her induction out at Independence. And, and we have Karen Dickerson, who has run the Boston Marathon twice mm-hmm. and under three and a half, and <coughs> wants to run a marathon in every uh, state in the country. And, uh, and we had some of the great Special Olympic speakers and advocates like Paul Moretti from out in Chesterfield. We have pictures of Paul with Don Shula, with President Bush, with mm-hmm. Muhammad Ali, with Bono. I mean, Paul got around, and, and we were blessed to have some of the great, not only advocates and speakers, but some of the great athletes to exhibit what this program yep. is all about. And so it's it's really about them, um, and it, and it was always... As I told you a lot of times on your show, I would wake up each morning for 36 years in mortal fear I'd have to get a real job one day, which, <laughs> well, was, which uh, has really not been great because I, I, we, I had a gas for all the times that I was there.
2: Back up for a second. You said this lady, uh, Ali, George W. Bush, and who was the first one you mentioned?
0: Uh, he, he, we have pictures of Paul Moretti with with George Bush, oh. with Bono, with Muhammad Ali. Um, he, he he got around. He he, he had a a. a, a a big ride as a, as an advocate, he went all over the world on five mm-hmm. different continents, mm-hmm. uh, advocating not only for special Olympics Virginia but just for all special Olympics <laughs> athletes. And and so we had people that were we had people that um, you know in this in this in this in our organization who would you know struggle to just get out of bed every day and come out and run the ten meter a uh, uh, ten meter race with an assistance device, which would be a walker. And then we had some athletes who played on the world stage and uh who were the best in the world so it, it, it it's it's a it's a wide gamut of ability levels and everybody competes on their level of ability but what we're really trying to do is, is is put them on a stage where people can understand more about them and understand that they're just like them they don't want to do anything other than be your coworker, your classmate your neighbor or your friend
2: let me let me back up here for a minute you you said that uh uh, about uh, the, the Special Olympics and how far it's come. Let, let me just say, I want to, look, absolutely, you brought so much more awareness that You you – it I mean I, before you I guess I really wasn't familiar with it I knew it was there but not not to the degree you made uh, you brought it to the forefront of an event here in Richmond to help people uh, that are, don't need but so much help but, but, but to have them to, to, to compete and to build up the confidence of these young men and women that compete in special Olympics, Virginia you may you brought the awareness you rose it to a height it had never been before and, and that's that's got to be I mean just part of the reason that you're going to be going to the Hall of Fame the way you worked it and you worked it in a positive fashion always and and so you know letting people know about it and promoting it and going out and doing the work and making it happen that you've done for, you did for thirty six years twenty two as president CEO is like you said uh, but but yeah Jim Reed loved doing it I remember when he was coaching Richmond he just loved uh, running the last last bit of the you know of the of the torch run into Richmond as he was the coach. There into the Robin Stadium, and uh, he just really enjoyed very much being a part of Special Olympics Virginia. But the way you brought it and raised it up, made people aware. You know, people wanted to come out, people wanted to donate. All those things you did, Rick. Don't ever, don't. I mean, it's just what you did was was a wonderful thing for people that uh, just needed a little awareness, and you did that.
0: Well, Al, it was fun. But you know, as I, again, as I told you yesterday. I don't have the platform without people like yourself, and then the media in this town, whether it be print or electronic or radio or t v um, you know all gave us a platform from time to time and to be able to come on a show like yours and talk i, I got I got amused because the your your engineer who called me um and I don't know him because you you these people change from time to time, mm-hmm. and I said, How long's the segment and he went. Well, I don't know. I'll put you on hold and find out. And I said, no, it doesn't make any difference. I just want to know how much time I have to get, you know, what I have to get out. And mm-hmm. and I said, Al knows me. He knows I can do three minutes or I can do 33 minutes. It doesn't really make any difference. Uh, but, but I, I you know, it's, it's also people like yourself in the media that gave us the time to, to get out the message, Al. So I, I, we can get it out. You know, we have – and and the staff over at Specifics Virginia that we built, and, and most of them are still there um, – is a great group of people. Uh, I think the best staff in the country, and it's really a team effort. So I'll look at my award as an, as a, as an award that, and that's really a team award for the staff that we had, that the board that we had, the volunteers we had, of course the athletes and the family members, but also people in the community and the media like you, because if it's not for people like you letting us get this message out, we don't get it out as widely.
2: I've got a friend of yours who wants to come on and say hello to you, and we'll do this quick. We're going to get to a pause. Uh, but our, our friend and longtime friend of the show going way back, Irish George, uh, wants to t- say hello to you. So, hey, Irish George, go right ahead. You're on th- with, uh, with Rick. Go right ahead.
1: Yeah, Rick. I, I grew up with Rick, and uh, he was one heck of an athlete. So being a part of the Special Olympics the way he was, that doesn't surprise me. And I, I want to congratulate him from the bottom of my heart. It's really cool knowing you and growing up with you and having a good time uh, on snow days and things. But I just want to say, I heard you mention that you were scared to to, to maybe get a real job. Uh, One thing that I want uh, the people to understand is for 36 years you did God's work. And there's nothing more greater for a man to take with them uh, uh, when they leave this planet is to know they spent their time doing God's work with kids that really appreciate it. I know I helped a few times in the softball uh, announcing area, but just looking at their faces and looking at uh, how meaningful it was to them to be a part of something and to have their smiles on their faces, uh, it just means the world when I think back. So, Ricky, I want to congratulate you for doing God's work, and it was a pleasure knowing you and still knowing you as as a friend from Douglas Freeman in Hampton, Sydney. And congratulations well, George we the
0: of George we talk every so often and I, and I appreciate that and it's uh, you know obviously, obviously we've known each other for almost 60 years George um but you know I, I appreciate what you say and I, I do it you know I think it was Muhammad Ali that said service is your rent that you should pay for your space on earth and uh and and, and I got a job uh, to to take service and turn it into a career it, and that was a lot of fun but um but, but uh, you know, a, a little shout out for Irish George, a great athlete, uh, not only at Freeman, but at Ham Sydney as well uh, in his day, uh, Al. So, you know, there's a lot of people out there who, who listen to your show and who, who listen to us, That's, like I said, getting that message out. And, and I appreciate George uh, Simon's calling in because he's one of the great people that I know. But uh, I appreciate you letting us get that message out because you see the people we touch in this.
1: Uh, Absolutely,
2: yeah, every you know, every corner, uh, locally every corner. So uh, that's that's the importance, and that's what that's what you've done for all those years. I've got a question for George. I know he went to Ham Sydney. I think it's high time he changes his name to Tiger George from Irish George. What do you think, Georgie? Oh well, that's okay. You can do that. No problem. <laughs> uh, anyway, well thank you George. Thanks for calling in. I didn't know y'all knew each other. Didn't know you grew up together and all that. So that's uh, that's nice. That's a good thing. Thank right. you George. Yeah,
0: thanks thank George. You.
2: Keep, keep in touch, Georgie. Don't be a stranger. So, all right. <laughs> okay, anyway, bye-bye. All right. See you. The um Anyway, uh, Rick, thank you for joining us, and and congratulations. We'll talk again uh, before uh, the induction, which will be here in Henrico, as you know, April 19th and 20th at the new Sports and Events Center, uh, up, uh, of course, on uh, it's where Virginia Center Commons used to be, in that area up there. So we look forward to that happening April 19th and 20th, and look forward to seeing you. We have another. Oh, we'll get, okay. We can. we we'll, Belmont Roy on the line. We'll let you him on as well before we say goodbye. We got to get to a pause, but Belmont Roy, you're on with Rick. Elmont Roy, excuse me, not Belmont. Elmont Roy, go ahead. Oh, he dropped off. All right. Uh,
0: well, that that's Roy Grizzard. Roy Grizzard yeah. again, a, a guy that I've known since I was a kid. Actually, knew his father uh from the church that i grew up in but you know roy worked in the bush administration and is a, a super guy and calls your show lives out in the elmont area mm-hmm. um and uh again uh just a, a guy that he knows See, roy grizzard knows because roy grizzard um I- every day as a person with a visual impairment got on a train and went to washington and worked in the bush administration and, and is one of the super people in his community i hadn't seen him for a long time and and um and but again, it's this, it's these type of people that, I mean, I I grew up in this town. Now it's a great town. It's a great town for sports. It's a great town for community. And um, and there's a lot of people out there that that we touched. And and uh, again, it's 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 an honor to be included. But it, but it's a humbling. Thing because of, of, of all the people that we impacted.
2: You, know, you impacted thousands and thousands and thousands. So, anyway, uh, we've got to get to a pause. We really do. Roy, if you want to hold for a minute, and Rick, if you want to hold for a minute, we'll get you quickly after our pause. So, Roy, just hang tight, and Rick, hang tight. We'll get you on for a couple minutes when we get back because it's, it's 836, and we're behind and want to hear from our fine sponsors. All right, stay with us right here, one oh six one ESPN. Hey, hey.
0: The NFL season is in full swing, and we don't want anyone to forget.
4: We have NFL coverage every Sunday afternoon.
0: As well as every Dallas Cowboys broadcast. Here on your home for
2: sports in the River City, 1061 ESPN Richmond. iPhone 15 Pro on. <laughs> Let's just jump on into it. Nice little song here by the Marshall Tucker Band. Let's just jump in. We've got Rick Jeffrey on for a few more minutes. Uh, Special Olympics, Virginia, and elected to the Hall of Fame. So here, the Virginia Sports Hall of Fame. And Elmont Roy is on the line. Uh, Elmont, go right ahead. Thanks for holding. Rick, thanks for holding. And you two go after it.
4: Hey, uh, Rick, uh, listening to you and George uh, Banner back and forth there. Uh, takes an the old man back because it's great to live long enough to – be able to see folks like you that I knew as a youth uh become so successful in what you've done for the people of uh, Virginia Virginian indeed the nation, and uh I just wanted to congratulate you and uh I still don't understand what you did with that Mickey Mantle autograph baseball that my dad gave to you. Uh, <laughs> I think you played with it in the sand lot or something like that, but uh You know, having run an agency, state agency for the uh, blind, uh, I had a great uh, feeling for the work that uh, you did with Special Olympics and uh, kids like Scotty Blue and folks like that and some that you just mentioned. And you certainly, as I told Paul Woody, uh, deserved to be on the dais with him uh, at that inception and just – Very proud of your accomplishments, Rick, and uh, and and your parents, who Gene and Dick uh, did a heck of a job in raising a a man to become the man you've uh, become, and uh, it does us all good uh, to see you uh, get this award. Well, Roy, that's
0: a. That's again humbling. I appreciate that. Let me apologize because I don't know what happened to that Mickey Mantle Yogi Berra ball that your dad Wilbur gave me, Roy. I have no <laughs> idea what happened <laughs> to that thing. Nice. I wish I had it because it probably worth some money. <laughs> but, <laughs> I imagine. You know, I appreciate um you know your support over the years, Roy, and, and we would talk from time to time, and and I appreciate what you did also, and and as as I said. You know, you, you understand the whole disability situation. It's what you lived and what you did and and uh and you understand that all better than I do, how how important it is for people to be included and how important it is for people to be a part of the community. And um I appreciate that. But but I would be remiss without saying this. Um Roy, and so Al, this is what I was talking about earlier with the dots connecting up, because Roy's son Travis is also a person who has plunged in the polar plunge a couple <laughs> of times. So, so that's how the dots connect up. It 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 uh, you know, Roy Roy passed those uh, those genes on to his uh, his family as well, and and um, it's uh, it's great to talk to you, Roy. I hope you're doing well, and I hope you have a great Christmas.
4: Thank you. Same to you, Rick, and you and Al have a good weekend. Hey, me, hold on, yeah. Roy. Hold on a second
2: yeah. here, Roy. Now, is it, yeah. Rick, t- tell me if this is right or wrong. Here, if I got this correct. I think Roy uh, showed up for the uh, polar plunge and put his toes in the water and considered <laughs> that his plunge. Is that right? We tried no,
0: to get I, in there, uh, but uh, no, I, I didn't go to Virginia. Get, Beach. You can only get the second generation there.
4: <laughs> okay. right, no, no. I uh, Travis uh, did it uh, with uh, I can't think of the doctor's name and all down at Virginia Beach, but. Uh, uh, I did it uh, several times over at Willow Lawn in the big uh, swimming pool there at Willow Lawn. You did. We uh, it did was one still in the, cold. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah, we we did it. We did it. We did some mini plunges. not not only here but around the state. And Roy, you did do it over at uh, at Willow Lawn uh, uh, along with Parney. Yeah, <laughs> Par- Pawnee, Parney. Yeah. <laughs> Parney plunged
4: in his Parney plant and his Parney pants that day.
2: Oh my God! I'll tell you,
4: three of the greatest, three three of the best promoters for. Activities here in Virginia are Parney and, uh, 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 gee whiz, uh, can't, can't even think his name, uh, with the Sports Authority, uh, uh, Dennis Figmeyer. Dennis Figmeyer. And, and you, y'all, are, uh, the three musketeers of uh, uh, getting good things done here in Central Virginia.
0: Well, both of those guys, uh again, I told Parney on a number of occasions. I, I don't think anybody in this community ever did more community activities than, than than Todd Parnell. I mean, Parney did a ton of stuff and uh and Bickmeier has been an institution in this organization yeah. in this uh communities uh with the racetrack and now with the sports authority and look forward to seeing him when we do the inductions. But um yeah, I mean, look, listen. It, it is a, it's an honor to be included just in in in, in the uh, in a sentence with those guys and in the community impact. But um, like I said, Richmond is a great place with a bunch of great people, and when you yeah. have great events uh, that you can put together, the community can do the community can do great things. Yeah,
4: yeah I was just thinking, I'm going out here with uh, Coach Cox, Jay Cox, in a little while to lunch <laughs> with guys like Jim Sangston and. Uh, Rudy Ward and and all like that over at Westwood and uh I I believe me uh you will be brought up as a topic of our, uh conversations <laughs> there. So, well, uh, you know
0: all those people you just mentioned I know and Jim Sankston was my coach at Freeman when I played right. basketball there and so you tell coach I said hi uh, we'll but take. you know that's it's um those those a lot of those people I mean you know, Sangston was involved in Special Olympics, too, because we did a ton of stuff at Freeman over the years, uh, you know, with both Sangston yeah. and Mark Harvey and other people that were over there. And, and, and I mean, I'm proud to have been a Freeman you know, Bill, alum.
4: Bill, Bill, Bill Powers will probably be with us today. And, uh, yeah. yeah. Also,
2: yeah. All right, gentlemen, we got we got to okay. wrap it on up. But uh, uh Roy thank you hope to see you mm-hmm. Gus's next week I don't know if you're coming with yeah. the griper or not there uh, Roy but hope I to think see you I got
4: it on the agenda somewhere all uh, right you guys have good. a good weekend all right thank Bye-bye.
2: you uh, and we've got to get to a pause. We ran late last time, so we'll get to one. Uh, Rick, uh, thank you for joining us. Congratulations. Look forward to talking to you again as we get to closer and closer to the induction weekend of April 19th and 20th here in Henrico County. We look forward to that. So, uh, anyway, thanks for joining us. And, and thank you for everything you did to, the, to, to raise the awareness of Special Olympics Virginia. Take care. As
0: always, Al, thank you, and to all your listeners and to you, have a super-duper holiday
2: season. You do the same. I know you will. I know you'll have a great holiday season. So take care. All right, we will take a pause here. We need to do that. It's 847. Uh, Tiger Woods played yesterday. I believe he parred the front nine but uh, faltered on the back nine. He's 48 at the end of this month. He's had surgeries upon surgeries. He had that horrific car accident. Uh, in February of 21, almost three years ago now, and the surgeries that followed, and he was going, I think he was going north of 80 miles an hour and flipped and rolled the car. It was very fortunate he did not hit any any car coming in the opposite direction. It could have killed him and other people. So it's just a long way back uh, for him with the age and the surgeries that he's had, and uh, just <laughs> the, the outstanding career. One of, Got to be one of the top three, two, or the top golfer of all time. Anyway, we'll give you a little results on that when we return. We're wide open. We've got the college football uh, conference championship weekend this weekend begins tonight, and we'll update you on that. And you've got National Football League where there are, you know, Gainer through six teams I believe that are on by this week, and so there's not a, a overabundance of games. There are 13 of them this weekend. Next weekend, Washington Arizona will have a bye, and they're the only two. And I believe that's the last bye of the year. You can just at this point, you got to start playing. Everybody's got to play every weekend till close. So, anyway, stay with us. We'll update on everything when we return. Your calls as well, your opinions. And the number is 327 0888. 327 0888. Feel free to call or text. Stay with us. I'd like to welcome Lewis in. Lewis is sitting in for Allen this morning, other side of the glass. And appreciate everything he's doing. Everything is flying smooth, and we thank you for that. Appreciate you being here.
3: Thank you, Big Al.
2: Uh, Tiger Woods, uh, this used to be kind of considered his tournament. He was the host, and, uh, and he, he, he played well on the front nine. The back nine got him. Uh, I think it was on the par 515th. He, he um, hit the, drove into the brush. On that, and then try to pitch out double bogey. He followed that with two more bogeys, which ballooned his score from one under and within striking distance. Because the leaders, um, right now, well, I had the leaderboard up here a second ago. Hang on with me. The uh, the leaders are Brian Harmon minus five and Tony Finau both minus five, uh, Jordan Spieth at minus four, Cameron Young, Scotty Scheffler, Colin Morikawa, Max H- uh, Homa, and uh, they're all minus three with Fitzpatrick and, and others at minus two. So Woods was, you know, he was there. I mean, if, if he doesn't do that, of course, the biggest word in the universe, if, um, if he doesn't do that, then you know, he could have been minus two, minus three. But he's not. He's 18th out of the 20, so that's the way that goes. It's unfortunate, but that's the way it is. Uh, I'd like to see him do well. Obviously, all the physical uh, things he's had, uh, and it's just uh, it's tough. It's tough to get out there and do it. So anyway, he shot a 75, and uh, so you know one one thing I read about Tiger Woods says Tiger Shoe 75, looks healthy in return. And then I get another story it says Tiger Woods has ups and downs, up and down. excuse me let, me, let me get it correct. Tiger Woods has up and down day in first event since April, ankle surgery. So I guess it's all in your perspective, how you look at it and how he's doing. Uh, all this has taken his toll physically on him, all the surgeries and that ca- uh, horrendous car accident, et cetera. Uh, and he, lo- he looks every bit of 48, maybe even then some. But he played a good first front nine, and he's going to tee off today. I believe around 11 o'clock, a little bit after 11. Uh, and there's some news on his son, Charlie, that uh, that uh, Lewis found. You found it? You tell it.
3: Yeah, so obviously uh, Tiger Woods is a great trainer. Uh, his son, Charlie, <laughs> won the high school state uh, golf championship in Florida. Uh, this was uh, happening November seventeenth, two 2023, reported by CNN. And um, yeah, man, so Charlie's looking pretty good, and... He, he's also set to play in the PNC Championship. The PNC Championship. Oh, my.
2: He's, I don't think the apple fell too far from the tree. If he's got, if he's got Tiger Woods' DNA uh, to where it's leans heavily towards him instead of his mom and, uh, and, and has that ability to play, then you throw in the fact that who better to teach him how to play golf than Tiger Woods, his dad. So if he has a DNA and his dad's helping him,